Welcome in to the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller on 1111. Don't you know? Happy Thursday to you. If this is your first time catching the podcast, I'm glad you're here. Hope you like it. If you do, leave a good note on iTunes. If you don't, email me. Let's talk about it because there's probably something we could work on. Okay, 1111. What have we got? What we have is yesterday's chart, reference yesterday's podcast, except Luna has moved over to Jupiter, (laughs) moved from Saturn to Jupiter. Boom, like that. You got it. So we have the moon and Jupiter together in Aquarius. Yay. Got anything in mind that you'd like to launch out there that is independently you? Well, you can put an 11-11 signature on it and launch that thing out today because you've got some really good lunar Jupiterian energy behind you. No other changes in the aspects from what we talked about yesterday. So I kind of wanted to drill down on one aspect through one of your questions about one of the planets we talked about yesterday. Hey, Thomas, hope you're doing well. You've mentioned a lot recently that we should be doing what we can to work with Saturn. And I happen to have Saturn in my first house. So it's been doing a little tap dance over my ascendant for the last little bit. What would be a good constructive way to use this energy to my benefit? Thanks so much. Oh, thank you, because I love two aspects of this question. First of all, we're looking at both sides of the coin, right? And it just fits yesterday what we were talking about with Saturn in that big square to Mars and Mercury up in Scorpio. Now, I'm kind of reading into this that she is probably an Aquarius rising because she said it was tap dancing over her ascendant. So it would put us at, I would imagine, Saturn in Aquarius as her rising sign. So we know from that that she has some fierce independence about her one way or another somewhere. Always respect with an Aquarian when you meet them. Don't tell me what to do. Give a lot of space for them to be individual. Because why? That is their blueprint, their prototype. That is how they are wired from the universe. And of course, that applies to the ascendant just as well as it does the sun sign. I mean, that's a pretty good protocol to go with anybody. But you know what I'm saying is especially the boundaries are up with Aquarius. I mean, they might listen. They might seek your input, but they are going to do eventually what they want to do and just be okay. I mean, that's the way it is. So then we think about Saturn. How could Saturn come in from what we would consider to be a malefic standpoint? Like she's saying, it's dancing across her ascendant. And for all of us, we could look at where Saturn is dancing in our own chart and kind of apply these same things. What area of life or what sign, what characteristics, what flavors in your life is Saturn dancing over? So the first thing I would ask is, well, how pliable are you being right now? How flexible are you? Because Saturn would break down some of that too fierce independence. So what I would look at there are my reactions. How reactive am I to things around me? If I'm overly reacting, then there's probably some work that Saturn is trying to point out. If I'm more going with the flow, seeking my intuition rather than my head, there's another Aquarian challenge. Find your heart over your head. Let your heart guide. So are you doing that? Or when you get an intuitive prompt, do you go straight to arguing with it? Oh, no, we can't do that. Here's all the reasons why that won't work. None of that's a bad idea. I learned that lesson hard in Colorado. 
Now, when intuition speaks, I just do it. It's a lot easier. The other thing is, we'd of course have to look at what other planets there are and what the aspects are. That would tell us what other energies are at the table. But I'll tell you what I've done with Saturn because I saw it very prominent in my own chart. And through this pandemic and through all the stuff that we've been through, what I did is turned that around and said, okay, what can I do to lay strong foundations across all areas of my life? For me, being a Gemini rising and having Mercury as the ruler of my chart, there are a lot of loose ends out there in my life. Again, how I'm wired. I have been going through them one by one and trying to tighten up as many of those loose ends as I can. So I think as long as we are cooperating with the energies, then the energies cooperate with us. And I've been rewarded for that. Assistance in that project has come to me. You've heard me talk about Brittany. She's my assistant with the 101 course and now all things that we're doing around fun astrology. That was a gift that I think Saturn provided when Saturn realized that I was trying, but then it just shakes its stoic head and it says, oh, you Geminis, of all the people in the chart, you Geminis, (laughs) and says, here, here, let me send you some help. See, so I think when we get on the right side of these energies, then these energies mobilize to help us. Now, if I let off the gas, if I decided, well, that's enough, and Saturn is like, oh, you're not complete, then get ready because there would be that, let's say, cosmic encouragement to finish all projects and finish them well. So we get on the side of Saturn's energies, and that is great, strong, foundational, solid, complete, buttoned up, lasting for the future, build it to last kind of quality to everything that we do. So the quick takeaways would be check your points of resistance. What are you reacting to? And sometimes it's tough to find that on our own, right? Sometimes we need that other person to tell it. Gosh, you're really reactive here. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. So we got to give ourselves a little bit of slack and then build that solid, strong Saturnian foundation. I love you guys. Thanks for a great question. And I will see you back tomorrow for TGI Friday. Meanwhile, enjoy 11-11 and Jupiter and the Moon in a big group hug together.